All right. Welcome to the ATL.com podcast. I'm Corey Lewis. I'm your host. This is the only podcast out there I've checked all around. It's not another podcast where a car salesman, someone who's actually in the auto retail industry right now, giving it to you uncut, raw with no chaser. I'm telling you everything that really goes on in a car salesman's mind. If you listen closely, you just might get a tip that will help you get a better deal. So I'm going to start off with this podcast right here. And I'm going to talk about something in my 10 years that I run into a lot. I run into a lot of people who come out to the car uh, dealership and they get frustrated because... Because they can't get a price. I've seen people be like, um, who are like, why can't I just get a price on the car? If you just give me the price, I want your bottom line price. Okay. Let me tell you right now. The days of bottom line pricing is over. Absolutely. That's over when it comes to retailing the car. And I'm going to tell you why in just a second. But I want to do a little uh, sidebar note right here. And I want to let you know something. If you want the price on the car, just go on the internet. 90% of the dealerships have a website. All you got to do is go on the internet, okay? So I could just end this whole podcast right now. Because a lot of times I just want to tell a, a customer, look, if you want the price, go on the internet, man. Just do your, do a little research. Go to... Uh, uh, atlcars.com that's my website I built that website you know I created that website myself and that's a website that you can go to and you can do some research I put Kelly Blue Book in there I put NADA in there I put Edmunds.com in there I put Auto Trader in there and I put a, a couple of other websites that I'm not going to say um, right now because if I say I put those websites on there I could lose my job but there are websites that are going to give you the inside information that you can't get any anywhere else. The, the information the managers at the dealership don't want you to know. www.atlcars.com. You may not be in Atlanta, Georgia, but you still can use that website. There's a search bar there. Type your question in the search bar and go ahead and do you some research. But like I was saying, you can go to any dealership's website. And you can get the prices. So why do you come on the lot, him and hawing about you want the bottom line price? All right. But just to kind of, just to kind of shed a little information on the game, I'm gonna give you three reasons, the top three reasons uh, from my experience why dealerships will not give you the price when you come on the lot. All right. The number one reason is the price is negotiable. There's only one product, very few products in America uh, that are retail that you can negotiate on. Automobile is one. Quick example. If I tell you a car costs $10,000, you're going to try to negotiate it down to what? Seven. Exactly. Exactly. So why are you wasting time asking me about the price? Well, 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 nothing. For real. If I tell you this car is $23,000, you're going to say, I'm not going to pay more than twenty. dollars The price is negotiable. But 
beyond that little thing, this reason, this another part of that reason right there, the price is negotiable is if you're not paying cash for a vehicle, if your name is not Shaquille O'Neal or uh, uh, I don't know, Warren Buffett or uh, Eva Longoria, if you're not mega rich or you're not wealthy enough to come to a car lot and stroke a check for 40 grand, 15 grand, 28 grand, 65 grand, then you're gonna have to be financed. All right, you're gonna have to be financed. And since the bailout, uh, where, where the government had to bail out the auto industry, there are a lot of rules. You got the truth and lending rule, you got Regulation Z. There's a lot of rules out there that are going to kind of steer towards what they call transparent lending. That means that the dealership just can't call up the bank and say, hey, I'm about to sell this uh, Honda Accord and I'm selling it to uh, Joe customer for $20,000. Oh, no. The bank has to get their little book out. They have to look up the miles. They have to look up the equipment. They have to do a book out on the car, and then they're going to say, oh, well, you're trying to sell that car for 20 grand, but guess what? On the market, this car is only worth 17. So that's to protect you. That's to protect the consumer because these lending institutions want their money back. So that's the way it goes now. So you're not, the days of being a car salesman, uh, the threes company days, loser Larry selling cars, and coming out there and overcharging somebody seven, eight thousand dollars for a limit, that's over. That doesn't even happen anymore. All right? Unless the, the customer is paying cash money and then you can just convince them to overpay by six, seven thousand dollars. In the automobile industry, the average Mac, uh, markup on a vehicle is 10% to 25%. That's it. You, you'll get a 25% on somebody who's making 40. 40 grand or better who has excellent credit but for the average guy the bank's not going to even lend you 25 percent over the market value that means that if a car costs ten thousand dollars you got excellent credit and you make a decent income the bank might tell the dealership okay we will lend him 125 percent of the value of that car so the car costs ten thousand dollars me i can charge you what twelve thousand five hundred that's 25% over what the, the car boats out for. But if you got crummy credit or you got marginal credit and you only make about, I don't know, 20 grand, 32 grand a year, they're probably going to say, I'm only going to lend this guy 110%. That means that I bought the car for 10 grand. I only can sell it to you for 11. So why are you hemming and hawing about the price? You should be glad that, that you found a car you like that you can get financed for alright so you really don't have to too much worry about anyone cheating you on the price of a car it's only a 25% markup and the bank is going to decide how much that car is worth so I might I might have, as a dealer I might have went to the auction and bought the car for 15 grand and I'm, I'm thinking I can sell this car back on the market for at least 19 well you come in you fall in love with the car and the bank says they're only gonna lend you 16.5 for it 
All right. So in order to do this deal, I have to sell the car for 16.5. So why would I tell you that I want to sell the car for 19 when the bank is going to tell me what I can sell it to you for? And what you can buy a car for, nobody else in America can buy the car for. Because the bank's going to base that on how long you've been on your job. Nobody else has been on your job the same amount of time as you. They're going to base it on what's your debt to income ratio. No one else in America has the exact same debt to income ratio as you. They're going to base it on your past lines of credit. No one else in America has the same past lines of credit as you. How much money you make. No one else makes exactly to the penny the same exact amount of money as you. So buying a car is a very unique individual financial transaction. And the price of the car, if you are not paying cash, is based on your personal individual information. You can come out there and beat Joe Salesman up all day until he just finally says the car is $32,000. You're not going to buy the car for $32,000. There's On new cars, they have the manufacturer's suggested retail price. Nobody ever pays sticker for the, for the car. So... Rule number one, or reason number one, it's so hard to get the price out of the salesperson is because the price is very, it's a, it's a very vague gray area, you know. We really don't know what we can sell this car to you for until we are sure that we can get you financed. And the good thing for you is, once the dealer finds out that he can get you financed, then he gets excited. That's when the dealer gets excited. You come out there, you want to take a test drive, you want to do this, that, and the other, but we don't even know if we can get you financed. Probably 70% of the people that come on the lot really can't get financed. So I'm not taking you test driving all day long in this hot Georgia sun, and then you finally pick a car, we go inside, and you can't even buy it. We'd much rather go ahead and make sure we can get you financed, and then we can really take a look at some cars and the dealers and the managers are more than willing because they are more excited about selling cars than not selling cars to cut that price, to slash that price. We're going crazy. We will slash that price down to make that deal with you. So stop worrying about the price so much. Worry about does this car do what you need it to do? All right? That's, that's the reason number one because the, the prices are negotiable and you have to receive financing for some from a third-party lender and depending on how much they're gonna give you you uniquely you for that car that's gonna determine the the cost of that car all right that's that's the number one reason number two reason why you can't it's so hard to get prices from a dealer when you go out on the um, to the dealership to, to buy a car the prices aren't aren't posted sticker shop sticker shop we've all went shopping you know we went shopping we walk into a uh, one of the boutiques in the mall and we see a nice shirt like man you know I'll, I'll look good in that shirt and you, you look at the price tag and be like wow that's a hundred and fifty dollar shirt wow that's a four hundred dollar shirt what have you you know what whatever is beyond your your budget We've all done that before. You might cruise over to the same boutique. You might cruise on over to the clearance rack. You know, 
look at the clearance rack and be like, man, the shirts are still $70, $80, $90. Whenever you're in, a, in that situation, what do you do? You're in a store and everything in the store is beyond your budget. What do you do? That's right. You leave. You leave. You leave out of the store because, you know, I can't, I can't afford anything in here, so I'm leaving. Well, if you went to a dealership and we put the prices on every car in big, bold letters on the windshield so you could see it, all you would see is prices that are five digits. So when I'm saying a five-digit number, that's like $32,999, $16,756, you know what I'm saying? Uh, $17,678, five-digit numbers. Most people who go out shopping aren't used to looking at five-digit numbers. And this is a proven fact. Um, they've researched it over and over again. Those five-digit numbers will just totally deter people from even wanting to do business. So if I had 50 cars out there and each car had a five-digit number on there and you were just walking back and forth up and down my car lot, looking at all those giant numbers, even the small number would be like $10,798. There's a, a large percent of people, I can't remember the exact percent, but something like 58% of the people would just leave the lot. They just leave because they don't, they can't really wrap their mind around spending thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in one transaction. So it's a marketing thing. We're not putting these big giant numbers on our cars because that's going to give you sticker shock, believe it or not. And I know somebody's out there saying, I just want the price of the car. But you'll be the main one who would come out there to the lot, look at three or four cars, and then you'll go straight across town to Joe Biscuithead who doesn't have the numbers on his cars. He'll make you drive the car, smell the leather, fall in love with the car, and then overcharge you for it. You know, charge you the full 25% over sticker price. So sticker shop, that's the main thing. We, 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 it's, it's a marketing thing because buying a car, that's a big ticket item and the cars cost so much that we don't want to put those big prices. We don't want to just flaunt those big numbers in front of the consumer because it has been proven. I know it won't scare you, but it'll scare the guy next to you, okay? It won't scare you because we know it won't scare you, but the, the guy next to you is going to scare him off the lot and he's not going to do business with us. We're not going to get a chance to talk to him. We're not going to get a chance to make a deal with him because he's going to look at those big sticker numbers and he's going to get scared. It's called sticker shock, and that's a proven fact. It's been proven years and years of selling cars, research. Everybody knows it. You don't put those big numbers out there when you want to sell cars. So reason number two is sticker shock. Reason number three, why it is so hard to get a price out of a half-decent car salesman is they do not want you to shop them. And when I say shop them, that means that you come on our lot, you see a pearl white Lexus coupe with silver specks in it, peanut butter interior, and you fall in love with it. You're like, well, I got to have that car. That's something I've been wanting for a minute. I'm going to treat myself to it. And then you look at the price. It says $38,000. 
So you leave our lot, you go across the street to Joe Biscuit Head's lot, and you see the same pearl white Lexus coupe peanut butter interior with silver specks in it, and you'd be like, ah, there's my car again, but this time, instead of 30 grand, this one is 20 grand. So who are you gonna buy the car from? I'm asking you, who are you gonna buy it from? That's right, you're gonna buy it from Joe Biscuit Head because it's 20 grand. And in your retail experience, you, you, you feel like you're comparing apples to apples. But when you're dealing with cars, just because you're dealing with a pearl white Lexus coupe peanut butter interior with silver specks in it, and there's another pearl white Lexus coupe peanut butter interior silver specks in it down the street, it's not the same car. The one that costs 30 grand may have navigation in it, sunroof, heated seats, leather, and most importantly, it may have 30,000 less miles on it. All right, it may be a one owner car. It may still be under factory warranty. See, all that all that goes into the price. That's $10,000 more in value. Right? Joe Biscuithead may be selling his pearl white Lexus coupe peanut butter interior with the silver specks in the paint. But it may have been in a wreck. It may be salvaged. You know what I mean? Joe Biscuithead probably didn't do uh, the pre-sale inspection on the car to bring the car up to par before he put it out to retail. He probably just got the car and set it out there, uh, washed it up, waxed it up, set it out there. The tires may be worn on it. There's no warranty on it. The person who owned it uh, prior to you probably smoked in it. The interior may smell like it. They might have they had a little... Purse, uh, purse full of with, with the little dog in there and now the interior smells like a little dog or something see it's like an unspoken brotherhood among car dealers we, we, we know these things already we know the psychology of the consumer when it comes to purchasing um, big ticket items so if we had the prices on there you would never come see us because ours is $30,000. You go straight to Joe Biscuit Head for $20,000 and you buy that car that been wrecked with the little dog running around in it that smells like smoke. And you never come back across town and consider ours because the only thing you're shopping is price. You think that you're comparing apples to apples because it's the same make and model and color, but really you're comparing apples to lemons. So it's really a good thing that we don't put price on cars. Because if we put prices on cars and you just searched on price, you disqualify your you disqualify the quality based on price. So there's a lot of reasons why, and those are the top three reasons why. And way down at the bottom is we don't want you to know the price. Take it from me. I sell cars every day. I want you to know the price. I don't want you coming out here trying to beat me down about just give me the bottom line price. Just give me the bottom line price and I can make a, I can make a qualified decision. No, you can't, man. You buy a car every four to seven years. I sell a car every day of the week, bro. I know what I'm doing. Follow me. Believe in me. You know what I mean? I'm going to take care of you. I'm not going to tell you nothing wrong. So that's my podcast, Corey Lewis, ATLcars.com. You need to go there. Get on my search bar. 
Do some research, learn something. All right? And stop being so scared of the car salesman. The car salesman is not the boogeyman. Even though we do boogie. Until next time, I'll holler at you.